0: So, praise the Lord I too want to welcome all of you here this morning and we're here to talk about Africa today our trip. we left on january twenty first we came back on February second um, and wow what a what a trip it was. Um, Linda is not with us today not because not because she's still dealing with illness, but because she um, is uh, taking care of grandchildren and dealing with uh, family things so, Anyway, she said how sorry she was that she could not be here with us. And uh, but yes, please continue to pray for Linda, because Linda is um, Linda is the the last one to to not be feeling very well yet. Just went to the doctor again this week, and this has just been this was the this was the trip that uh, that seemed to get us. And uh, but anyhow, so I'm uh, going to give you an opportunity right now to hear from. You're not going to hear much from me after this moment um, until the end, and but you're going to hear from you're going to hear from the team, and uh, praise God for this team. So I'm going to start with my brother Paul.
1: Hi there, my name is Paul Shorter. I want to thank this church for allowing me to go on this trip. It was uh, it was a terrific trip, and uh, Pete and I go back a ways. We worked together for many years, and we also went to Kingsland. Together, Kingsland Baptist Church, and when we would go on faith visits, presenting the gospel using the faith, uh, whatever the the faith handout thing, the uh, hand thing. Anyway, Pete would always have these great stories. He would come back, and we go out, and nobody would answer the door, or we we talk to some Muslims or whatever, and they they close the door on us. And Pete would always come back. He talked to Wiccans and all kinds of crazy people, and people would would accept the Lord or they would at least listen to him. And and so when uh, Pete and I were talking about this trip, I said, man, I got to go because we're going to see we're going to see some stuff like like I had not seen. And and it's true. And and I I can't begin to tell you what a great trip it was. I can't begin to tell you uh, just how wonderful it was. Uh, Jim Davis told me, he said, you know, when we went on those faith visits, the people oftentimes wouldn't come to the door or they would uh, ignore you. He said, when you go to Africa, you knock on the door Coco, Coco. yeah that means knock knock and, and uh it's a petty and so uh this is what the people would do when we would go knock on people's doors but they would go in and get chairs bring them out and under the shade tree and sit there and talk to you as long as you would talk to them and and listen to you and even the ones who did not accept christ were willing to listen and 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 not argue with you and not fight with you over over what you believed, And and I I learned out I learned later why that was. But uh, anyway, that part was was great. And and one of the the best things that happened is the first day we were there, we went to a a clinic where all these people were getting health care. And there was probably as many people in there as there are in here or more. And um, Pete, I think you were the one who gave the creation to Christ narrative they stopped everything we go in there and they're seeing doctors or physicians assistants or somebody they stopped everything and we go in as a group and 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 Pastor Marupa introduces us and and give the creation to Christ narrative and he says can we pray for y'all and everybody in that room allowed us we broke up into all across the room and we prayed over every person in that room and and they were receiving it even the the people who couldn't speak English when I would approach them, I don't know how the rest of you guys handle that, but when I would approach them, they look at me like I was talking English and they didn't understand English, which I didn't understand zapetti So, and so I would just fold my hands and like I was praying, and they would go, "Yes, yes," and they would want you to pray over them. And so, I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that the the people were such loving people, ready and willing to hear the word of God, and and that was so encouraging to me, and it was such a pleasure and a and a to be able to, to share the Word of God with them and it made the trip great and that's what we experienced anybody in particular?
2: well Scott your your son has better than you uh, my name is Clyde Lassard, and uh, I go to my talk of Christian Fellowship and I uh, The one thing I got out of it is that when you're living in God's will, anything is possible. Uh, It it wasn't by accident that I went to Chesterfield Community Christian Sportsman's dinner that night to hear Pete speak about mission trips. Uh, I've been wanting to do a mission trip for a long time. Uh, And when Pete spoke that night, I was sitting there listening just like you are right now. And... uh, God spoke to me and said, you're supposed to go on this trip. Now, it wasn't in that southern slang that I, that I speak, but that's what God said. And as soon as Pete finished, I came up to him and I said, I'm supposed to go on this mission trip with you. God told me that while you were speaking. And he said, I will take note of that. And he did, and he called me. And I want to thank you for your prayers from the church. I want to thank my family and friends who prayed and the donations that were made. And the one thing that I felt there was love. There's there's no other way to put it other than love. Uh, As Paul said earlier, everybody you spoke to had an open heart. They had an open mind. And you felt love everywhere you went. And uh, if you made a phone call tomorrow to Matarca Elementary School or one of the elementary schools in this area and said, hey, we've got a missions guy here. I'd like to come speak to your uh, to your student body tomorrow. Can you set that up? They're all going to say yes, right? No. Well, guess what? Everywhere we went, every day we went to a school, secondary or, or in a primary school, we went to uh, even to uh, little bitty children. And uh, Linda and Mickey were able to, to give creation to Christ to them, but again, the one thing I love I did learn is that there's love, and if you go out with an open heart and an open mind, doesn't matter if people accept what you say. It is our job as Christians to just go out and give that word and plant seeds, and that's what we did. We planted seeds, and uh, all the glory goes to God. Thank you.
3: Um. I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. That's how we would start out um, whenever we go out into the churches or whatever to speak. Um, most of you know that this is my fourth time of going to Africa. So I have um, witnessed a lot there. And um, the, I really prayed hard to God to to lead me on what to say. And the the most that I got out of going uh, this fourth time was I met a lot of um, Africans that I knew um, in the past. I watched them grow. Um, The new ones, I met new friends over there. And it was uh, exciting. Um, The creation of Christ that we give over there is such an awesome tool to use. It is also to use over here, too. Um, but you can tell the whole story in 10 or 15 minutes, you know, where where God created heaven and earth, where he did miracles, where he died on the cross for us. And it's just so much that you can tell on how he was raised and how he is alive now. And we just, it's just so awesome to use that over there. And um, I just... As I was, I, I've had people in the past ask me, you know, why do you go so far? Why do you feel like you've got to go so far to um, give the gospel? And, you know, I tell them, as I look over there, and I, they have, in the villages, they have nothing. Over here, we have colleges all over the place. We have schools. We have transportation. Um, it's so easy to learn over here, um, the different things that we, you know, about God or anything. We they don't even have cars, a lot of them over there. They have they walk to everywhere they go, they walk and that's miles. And the little kids as we're traveling in the van and I'm looking out the window, the little kids are walking to school. I'm talking about kids like Jace and, and Allison's age. They're walking to school, and as we can get in our car and go two blocks to the grocery store, you know they're walking, and they don't have um, they don't have stores and restaurants to go to and to eat. They have to raise their own stuff and and eat there. There's there's nothing except little places for them to walk up miles to um, to get their food or whatever they need. Um, so. When we go there to give the creation and to show our love to them and to, you know, support them and, and teach them how to reach out to others, they are so, they're the hope we give them when we go. There's so much hope there for them, and they just get on fire. And we have church every night. And we go to church. It's like revival. I mean, they're just, they just, so starved for the gospel, and it helps the pastor also. We, we, you know, we're by his side, and he has to go, and he has to travel and, and preach, um, uh, what, two or three days a week, if not more, way far away. To, um, so he needs help, and that's what we're there for, is to encourage and encourage others to, to help him. I'm
4: Mickey, and I normally don't dress this way, but I might start. Uh, you can have a really bad hair day and get by with it. Um, this is how the women dress there daily. Okay, it was really hot for us, but not so hot for them. But this is how they they layered all their clothes. They wore um, their hair up and things like that. And this is what is a microphone. I don't need, but okay. Um, so this is what, I, what women wore, and he's wearing the jacket. This is what the men, the, the pastors wore, and it was like about 100 degrees outside, and they have to dress like that. And we're walking around the villages. We did that on the first day, which was totally awesome. But it's kind of funny because Pastor um, Scott pulled a fast one over on all the guys here. He um, pastored one night um, at um, Pastor Bennett's house of uh, church, for about an hour and a half, but the thing was he was supposed to wear his coat. Well, he asked, like the first five minutes he got up, he asked their permission to take it off. So he didn't have to suffer in 100 and some degree weather inside for an hour and a half, but these guys had already done their pastoring, so they didn't didn't think about that. But I thought that was kind of funny. We tease them about it. Um, But I I wanted to say this is my second time. um, The first time I had some issues mainly on financial and who's gonna take care of my dogs and my house and my family blah 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 well God provided every single thing just like that I was funded like right away and and had extra so I was able to help contribute so I mean that's God working all the way Um, so no problem it was great I went the second time it was like the last second I actually it was kind of like having this battle going on where of course I wanted to go because I was already set up I had my shop and my passport you know we were going to be able to get the money all this all that was great but in here I didn't really want to go to be quite honest because I was scared to go because I know the spiritual warfare I know the devil likes to work on us when we're bringing glory and sharing the gospel and we would had some things the first trip that uh Impacted me and really shook me up. And when I came I was like, okay, I don't have to worry about that anymore. No Um, I didn't go because I didn't want to see what the devil was going to work doing around my life I didn't want my family hurt. I didn't want things to happen. So I kind of wanted to like run away well it Took me a little while, but I found it's not about me at all so um, It was all about God. So I said to myself, Oh God, I can't let the devil win this fight. So I said after um, Pastor Pete had did the sermon, I it just and I had praised and, and talked to God while singing praise and worship. And it was clear by the end of the sermon that I was totally going and I was giving everything to God, regardless of what that what that meant, what what bad things were to happen, I was giving it to God. So I feel like I grew um, in that with, with God. I trusted him. I didn't really want to at first, but I really did, and everything's okay. Um, second thing I want to say is I was one of the privileged ones to be able to share creation of Christ, I think, the first time for a school, which were the two- and three-year-old little ones. <laughs> oh, my gosh, they're so well-behaved. They're more well-behaved than than any kids here. I mean, no offense, I'm just saying. Big kids, little kids, adults, the they are all very well behaved, um, and we did ha- I did have to have an interpreter for this. But what was really cool about this was that I had <laughs> drawn this. Like I had done these illustrations for uh, Creation of Christ in like a book that I'd been doing for myself, drawing this, drawing. You know, the earth. God created the earth and all this and all His creations. Um, I was able to use that book. I was also with an interpreter to share Creation of Christ with little kids. So I had the pictures, and um, I was able to do, like like I'm doing now, some <laughs> some animation. And um, it worked out really well. Well, at the end of it, I thought it was awesome. Pastor Pete was like, Mickey, I think it's time you let that book go and leave it with them. So I left. was able to leave my book on Creation of Christ with the teacher, and they actually promised to share the Creation of Christ with all their students not just for a week not just for a month but constantly so i was able to leave that book with them um, which was awesome because when i drew that book i really remember didn't plan on going the second time but anyway god knew i was um the third thing i wanted to say was their praise and worship their praise and worship was awesome for starters i don't even i never saw a clock one when i was there um people did everything they could to get to church we like had church for several hours and it was really awesome. And their praise and worship, they would just start singing in the middle of whatever. Like um, we were all pray at the same time, which you could hear everybody praying. And it was unusual at first. But everybody's praying out loud. And so um, God is being glorified. And then someone would just come out with a, a chant or some type of song. And everybody would just join in. Um, you didn't have to have instruments. They had most incredible voices. So they share their love for God through their, their voice, and sometimes that's how it's easier for us to do. Like, I, that's kind of how I do it. But anyway, I thought that was incredible. But I want to say this, and I'm gonna finish up. The last night we were there, they had like a little celebration, and they were so grateful that we had been able to reproduce evangelism through creation to Christ that they, um, they killed a goat in our honor. And asked, would we eat the goat? And I said, Well, if you're gonna kill the goat, I'll eat the goat. So we ate the goat. It was a black goat. Just saying. It was a black goat. Um, but it was really interesting because we didn't have the cutlery like you have here. You don't have you know paper towels, plastic, all this, that. We didn't have any any papers, paper towels or anything. Anyway, um, Paul was creative in, in getting apart the quarter of the goat and we were all able to partake in that which I think there are some pictures floating around but anyway um, I'm really going to close this up. At the at the end of the night as we were leaving we could hear kind of off in the distance some beautiful singing and uh, some Betty singing and uh, we walk outside and they are all, they had served us um, they were all just giving praise to God in their, their loudest voice it's not like they have a sound ordinance ordinance like we do here after 11 o'clock you can't they were really loud and having a blast and they were giving God all the glory for everything and that's what they know they have a need for is God and they give him glory all the time like like we could just be walking somewhere and all of a sudden they just break out in song and they're dancing and whatever and we fit right in but God is awesome, and he did an awesome thing, um, and I would, (laughs) I would go again if I had the opportunity, and I wanted to say something, too, in case nobody's going to ask this, the spiders are really big, okay, like really big, and if you ever get time to talk to any of us um, after or in the future, have some of us tell you some of the stories about the spiders, okay, because that, that in itself is interesting, but. Anyway, I just think it's, a, it's an honor um, to be able to serve God in this way. Thank you.
5: Paul is actually one of my modern-day heroes. He cut that goat apart with a tablespoon and a butter knife. It was, it was miraculous. Revelation 7, 9 says, After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number. From every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne, before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands. Every nation, every tribe, every tongue. That rolled through my head on and on and on. So just to give you a quick uh, rundown on what we're going to do, those were our brief introductions. (laughs) <laughs> Those, so we're going we're gonna to go ahead and we're going to show our recap video for you, and then we're going to have, uh, especially for the kiddos, we're going to have some photos to show, and then uh, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about our experiences there. So the uh, that rather dark scene in there, uh, three-quarters of the way through, where you saw uh, that group of people in the dark dancing and singing, that's what uh, Mickey was talking about at the end of that dinner. And what we found, so the just a little housekeeping, uh, we've got some animal pictures coming up, so we'll do the animal pictures, and then we'll, have some additional experiences and some questions, and then a surprise. So one of the things that we got to do is we got to go on a, 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 a game drive. The last part of the trip is the opportunity to unwind a little bit, to catch our breath a little bit, to take a couple of hot showers um, in a row and uh and and just spend time t- together decompressing so we got to go on this game drive we got to see some some very interesting things uh, we got to see lots and lots of zebras lots and lots of wildebeest lots and lots of giraffes and it's 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 really pretty impressive when you you're sitting and I didn't include the picture but you're sitting in a in essentially a, a a big pickup truck with seats and a and a canvas or a nylon roof right so it's open on all sides so oh wait there it is kids look at there a hippo crossing sign how many of those do you see around here um, so it was a great opportunity to to go out and see what God had created uh, antelopes and wildebeests and a jackal and uh, hyenas and so it just some really 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 good pictures and, and a in a good decompression time all right so we're gonna we're gonna go back down and uh, if anybody's got more that they want to share I too by the way am... Dressed for Deepahani and Hamaloy, I actually have the shoes on that I wore, and therefore, I, yeah, here they are. There you go. Uh, I have I have Hamaloy and Deepahani dust in them, and and I, you know, the 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 last time I went, I, I treasured. I did not clean those shoes. I treasured that that dust. I did. Um, so let's go do. Let's do this. Let's run down the line here um paul is there a like a a one thing an additional thing something that you want to
1: share i I could i could probably talk for another 30 minutes or so about the various things that we experienced and and we shared but uh going door to door with members of the church and that was the point of of what we were doing was to uh, use creation to christ and that that line of people y'all saw standing up there was, was how Pastor Pete explained creation to Christ to the congregation so that they could share it. And it was very effective because those, the ones that you saw standing there in the middle at the end of that, at that segment of pictures were people who had learned or had, with all those people standing up there, they learned the various portions of the creation to Christ narrative so that they could share it. And so, you know, doing that with the, with the congregation members when we went out in individual teams, was really good and and, uh, the the better or the best of those experiences was Linda and I and three others from the church uh, witnessing to a lady who who said she had lost the fire she said years ago I had accepted Christ and I was on fire for God and the fire has almost completely gone out and so as we presented creation to Christ to her the the two of the church members that were with us took over and started talking with her and and her whole countenance went from one of discouragement and and just a a really depressed look on her face to one of great joy and and laughter and and just enthusiasm for the Lord and it was it was such a blessing and I don't know one of the pictures you don't have is there's the five of us walking down the road dancing as we were leaving her house because we were so happy that she was so happy and she had renewed that relationship with the Lord and that was probably one of the most uh, important things that I, that I remember from that.
2: Uh, I, I guess one of the greater God moments is uh, Mickey and I with, with, uh, with uh, Pastor Bennett and with Telso and uh, right next to the church is where a natural healer lives. And that another word for the natural healer is witch doctor. And I was sitting there praying for Mickey as she was presenting creation to Christ to the witch doctor and to her sister. And when she had completed it, Mickey asked, "Is there would either one of you like to give your lives to Jesus?" And the witch doctor's sister said, "I would." Um,
3: the one that I was uh, witness was pastor Pete and uh, pastor Chris was talking to this man and he um and they kept asking him if he's saved and I believe from what I can gather he thought he was or he wasn't wasn't but I actually I sat there and I was like I was very tired and we've been there for a good hour I think and I'm just sitting there and I'm you know, I'm like trying not to yawn or try not to do and, and all of a sudden, I mean I actually witnessed the demon coming out of him. I mean he was shaking all over. He was he was just it was amazing and I'm going, oh my goodness, I'm actually witnessing this. And um, so he actually he, his, he actually got saved and his daughter come along and with a friend, Am I correct? The wife. Right. They were not, you know, they were not happy with that, with him getting saved. They were not. So I just, that was amazing to watch that and watch God work there.
4: I'm going to keep it short. <laughs> I
3: really am. Shorter,
4: yeah. Um, I think it was, Uh, Well, over the course of the week, there were six that proclaimed except Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, which is door-to-door. So I was really happy about that. Um, We did see some people um, coming to the church night after night after night after night, and that's because we went out into the villages door-to-door. And um, so that was really exciting. Um, There were some other things that were exciting, and Talking to the witch doctor was exciting, too, because um, I was really nervous to begin with, but then she was kind of like heckling me or something, kind of laughing, trying to break my concentration the whole time, which it might have kind of did a tad bit, but God brought me back and was able to um, share that with her sister, and she accepted Christ. And I think we should really pray for a lot of these people who are accepting Christ in this culture because – Ancestral worship is such a big thing. And when you go off the beaten path of what your family is supposedly doing, then um, they'll outcast you. So um, these people are really bold to do that. And I think we should definitely keep them in our prayers regularly. Thank you.
5: All right. Thank you. So um, we're running a little short on time. No one person's fault at all. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, we just, uh, it's, it, it, so let's do this. Do you have questions? Does anybody here have a question? And and if you're quite, you know, do you is it to someone in particular or should we just mob answer? So, questions. Questions. Yeah, the 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 spiders could carry those small children. Um, and the the fascinating thing about the the small children was that in that daycare, or uh, in Spetty crutch, um, when the teacher would say something, all of them in unison would say, there you are, good two and three year olds. I
1: hey guess so uh, amen for your testimony. My, my question is, one of the things that we often talk about, and I haven't been to Africa, but I hear, is that Africans think very often that when Americans come over, that we, we are more affluent and have money and we're, we're coming with things and they're, they're more inclined to listen because they, they want something monetarily. How did you avoid that um, and saying we're, we're bringing the gospel instead of stuff?
5: So that's a great question and we saw it in a couple of instances. Um, Pastor Pete got to address somebody in the clinic visit, uh, but uh, why don't you
0: go ahead Okay, so um, the one thing we battle, uh, as much as anything, is, first of all, dependency. We do not want them dependent on us for anything, especially material, but we don't even want them dependent on us for the gospel to go forth. And so um, that's what I love so much about Pastor Chris Myopa. Pastor Chris has always stated that we will bring one thing and one thing only when we when we go out, when we share where whatever we're doing, and that is we'll bring the gospel. We'll bring the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to them. And, you know, the, Josh, they ask. They 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 think, they think that if if they'll just ask, because in, in most cases we're the only Americans they will ever see. We are the only American uh, we are the um we're the white people. And um, they you know they they treat us better than we should be treated. They treat us like royalty, and but they but they think, but they think that we have everything they need, and um, and so many times and so many times we, um, when I say we, I'm talking Americans. I'm talking about Western culture. Um, money gets thrown at them, stuff gets thrown at them, and it and it is not. A good thing even though we went to one of those schools not this time it's been a few trips ago but we went to one of those schools and we were sitting in a brand new library and they looked at me and the teacher who had been with us for just about every trip I had been on uh, looked at me and said would you like to know how we got this library I said sure she said Oprah I said was Oprah here she said oh no Oprah will never come here but Oprah has a foundation that sends money all around the world, and they got a they got a library. Now, um, so so again, we we fight that we battle to we battle to be the people that only come with the gospel. Because you know what, we're going through a study in our home groups. We're going through a video study where we're addressing poverty and. You know, we Americans think that poverty is the lack of some material thing, and so we throw those things at it. But what we but what we need to understand is poverty is all about broken relationships. Poverty is about the need for Christ to res- to restore that relationship with God, restore the relationship with ourselves, restore the relationship with others, restore the relationship with creation. So, hopefully, that answers.
5: And by the way, there are still very good seats available in those home group studies if you're interested. Um, to, to, to Pete's point, we did get treated like royalty. We went to a funeral while we were there. By the way, weirdly, as this sounds to our ears, that's an honor. And we got there at 6 o'clock in the morning, 6.10, and they were already rocking and rolling. So we walked in and got ourselves a way in the back Apparently, we, being the only white people in the place, stood out, and they came and got us and took us right up to the front, and I got to sit up next to the guys with the Pope hats. It was awesome, Um, but it was a great honor because Pastor Pete then got to share the true gospel with that group. So we went from the home to the graveside, and we went from the graveside back to the home for a meal. We got there at 6 o'clock in the morning, and we were out of there by 1230-ish that afternoon. Six and a half hours for a funeral. We also got to meet with the 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 queen. the the chief of the village wasn't there, but the queen and and some of the their folks, and that was a great honor as well. Questions, Questions. Who else? There's a question all the way in the back?
3: Um just because this isn't something you guys talk about often, but what is it like staying at Anastasia's? Like what experiences do you enjoy about hanging out with Anastasia?
5: Oh, stop with the spiders!
3: Um, she actually, we we actually take over her home. Um, I mean, she she just says it's yours the time that we're there. Um, she's the house is beautiful. Um, awesome person, awesome out which I set out and watch the children school and watch the workers walk in. Um, so she's just a beautiful person, loves the Lord, serves. And yeah, uh, uh, Anastasia
5: has a real servant's heart and um, it's actually al- always very quiet, very somber, and I'm going to prove that to you in a couple minutes. Um, questions? What other questions? Because Anastasia is a friend of the ministry, and uh, we we do it, truly love her. Other questions, and we do take over her house, but at the same time, we don't exclude her. We include her. So when we eat, she gets you know, she eats with us and, and she does she's just a, a true servant's heart. She serves. Doesn't she, Pastor Pete? Yeah. She yeah. Any other questions? Questions. Questions? Cause we all could talk for Jace has a where's Jace? Jace has a question. All right, hang on. Here we go.
0: Where were the lions?
5: Where were the lions? The lions were at the game park, and that was two lionesses. And while we were there, uh, a giraffe came along, and the lionesses they sort of got up and chased the giraffe away. No one was, no animals were hurt in the making of that scene. But you know, it was it was nice to see. Anybody else? Christian has a question. All right, hang on. Here we go. I'm not wearing I don't have my phone. I'm not getting all these steps.
3: Um, like everybody about saying about Jesus is make them everybody feel better.
5: Absolutely. It it is an invigorating and rewarding time to sit and sing and talk about Jesus. Thank you for that, Christian. Anybody else? Brooklyn has a question. All right.
0: Where were the some
5: where were the possums well they they were they were down in the underbrush where we didn't see them or possibly here and not there but we did see the ostrich you saw the ostrich one of those ostrich families had some babies and and uh they were what this tall probably yeah they were a day old according to our guide and as we came along they got separated from mom and dad, and they kept going down this road because the grass was taller than them and, and all sorts of stuff. Why don't you guys have a seat, and uh, we're going to queue up this uh, little surprise we have. Um, any other questions that we can go through for you? Any other questions? It depends how long. So the question was, how long did the kids, how long did it take for kids to get to school? And it depends on, you know, how far they live, but they all almost all of them walked. There were no school buses or anything like that. Uh, Anastasia, though, in her servant's heart, actually leaves her house at 6 a.m. on a school day and drives and picks up kids and takes them to the school and then takes them home at the end of the day. All right. We have one more little thing here for you. And then Pastor Pete is going to close us.
0: Uh, we kind of knew those bloopers were coming, um, and there were there were many more bloop many more bloopers than what you saw. Um, you know, modesty goes out the window, and you know you kind of become family, and you live together, and you take. You know, it's just. Uh, but anyway, so, um, so that was my eleventh trip to Africa, uh, ninth trip to Deepahani, Um and I will continue to go as long as the Lord allows me to. Keep to go and I will take I will take um, those who those who want to go let me let me just share this with you Church in America is on decline Church in America is on decline the church in Africa is on the rise they are saying that Africa will become the next hub of Christianity that by 2025 maybe a little beyond that um, maybe closer to 2050, but Africa will become that hub of Christianity. The hub has moved from place to place, country to country, and um, there will come a day. They'll will come a day when missionaries are leaving Africa and coming to America. Okay, that we will see that we will see that happen, and um, and so um, now I know that that doesn't that doesn't. Um, shed a glowing, a glowing testimony on the American church. And, and, you know, we do need to wake up. We do need to wake up, and we do need to um, be about God's business. I, I love this church. I love Mission Community Church, what it stands for, what it, why, why it's here, and what, and, what, and what it believes God is clearly calling us to do. And um, here's the thing. You know, they want us back. They want us back before the end of this year. I don't know if my team if my team got that message, but they want us back before the end of the year. So y- y- you know what? And that's that's pretty that's, that's a pretty uh, tall order to accomplish to get back before the end of two thousand nineteen. Uh, a lot goes in a lot goes into the preparation. And 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 here's and, and, and here's what I tell you. You okay, so you um so 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 you know that you know there's no excuse, right? You you know you can't look at me and say, but I'm too old. I took the 85 year old. Okay? I took the 85 year old and the only reason he didn't go the second time was because his legs were swollen because he had just gotten back from Nicaragua. Okay? So so the 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 excuses just don't cut it. I mean I mean and and the opportunity is there. The opportunity is there for you to go and you to be a part of what God is doing in that part of the world. Um and, and, and y- y- you know, we started this with Baltimore, didn't we? We started this talking about that, that Baltimore, and, and Baltimore is just a, just another opportunity to go and be on mission, to, go and be, to be on mission somewhere. You know, there are opportunities here in this community and, and so on, but I, but I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you as we leave here this morning. Um, y- you know, why did, why did we want our children up here? Because you know what? One of the children that are sitting in this room right this moment Might be the next the next missionary that God calls and raises up to go somewhere in this world to share the gospel with people and to lead and to lead in that way and I want our our children talk about it in Sunday school our children talk about it in Awanas you know they hear about missions I want them to see it I want them to see it and yes and yes I want my I want my grandchildren I love I would absolutely love to have the opportunity to be on a trip where my grandchildren get to go with me to South Africa, or wherever in Africa God happens to send us, or wherever in this world God happens to send us. I'm so thankful for others that um, Paul and Clyde and Linda—they—they—they um, were—they they were, they were absolutely—they were absolutely God sent, and a, and and it was a God ordained team. Like every other time we've been, it it was a God-ordained team. But I want to challenge this church. I want to challenge this church to be a part of this, to be a part of this in whatever way that you can be a part of it, whether it's in prayer, whether it's in, in giving, whether it's in going. And I encourage you to go. I encourage you not to let anything hold you back from going. And you could talk to anybody on our team. And even with the things we dealt with, I had two tasks. I had two tasks. And you might think that my main task was to share the gospel as a team leader as a team leader you got two tasks so scott here it is the two ta- now scott one of my tasks was to train him to be a team leader okay and the other task i had was to get that team home i had i had the task of getting them home and getting them home this time was harder than any other time i've ever had to get them home because we dealt with we dealt with illness and we dealt with medical things that we hadn't dealt with um, in this, and so we, you know, we had to work through those things. Even had to take Scott to the doctor. He's our driver. Had to take him to the. He had to drive himself to the doctor so he could get an IV and some antibiotics so that we could get on the plane and come home. But, but you know what? Don't let don't let that frighten you. Don't let that scare you. You know the enemy's going to throw things at us. Enemy's going to throw things at us. Mickey talked about that. That enemy. T- Mickey talked about that warfare. Mickey talked about those th- those things that she was trying to get away from. But you know what? When God's got a call. Call in your life when God is tucking at your heart. When God is telling you to go, guess what you do? You go, you go. So I just want to I just want to challenge you in that way. Thank you for listening. We've gone a little long this morning, but but you know what? We we could talk we could have talked the rest of the day. But I keep I told my team, I told my team they might not remember, but I told them I said, you know it's it's eating an elephant. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And we didn't come today to eat the whole elephant. Okay, we just came to eat a little bit. Okay, so so we hope that you we, we hope that your appetites been uh, been teased or wet just a tad bit. That you want to know more. Maybe you want to be on that next trip, whenever that trip is, whether it's in 2019 or 2020, whenever that trip is, uh, we're going and and you are and you are invited to come. Uh, so, God bless you. Let me pray, and we will be dismissed, dear most precious Heavenly Father, Lord. We love you. We honor you. We praise you. Lord, we thank you for uh, who you are. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in this church. We thank you for what you're doing in this community. We thank you for what you're doing around this world. You are still saving lives. And, Lord, you let us see it. You let us be a part of it. You You let us share the gospel. You let us watch others share the gospel. You let us. You let us see what reproducible evangelism looks like. You let us see what reproducible discipleship looks like. Lord, and I I just want to praise you for that. I want to thank you for that. I lift up Pastor Chris Myopa. I lift up uh, Pastor Bennett. Lord, and I just pray that you would continue to keep them encouraged, continue to use them to lead their churches and all the other pastors that are leading churches in those those places. And, Lord, we we give you the praise, honor, and glory. Lord, I lift up. Who from this congregation may be the the next missionary that leaves that leaves their home and goes to that place where you send them. Lord, I, I pray for the one that will join us, will join us in South Africa on the next trip. And Lord, we give you the praise, the honor, the glory for all that you are doing, all that's your most precious and holy name. And all God's people said. Amen. You are dismissed.